Hey everyone and welcome to Age of Reason. My name is JC. Today is episode 65. So usually lately I did a lot of articles on climate change, but today just to change things up a little bit. Um, and it's kind of by accident too, because I just happened to see it. So it was a Richard Dawkins page and uh, you know, there was a bunch of comments there, which I thought were very interesting. So I thought I would go through that today. The one thing I want to say though, is that I don't have a policy of blacking name, the names of people out. My uh, philosophy is that if you say something on Facebook or any other social media network, then anything you say can and will be used against you. If you don't want to, if you don't want to like, if you want to stay anonymous, basically, then, you know, just don't post anything. Sometimes it's for the best. So today we're going to talk about uh, some really dumb people. So if you want to have a laugh, then do stick around. So this one, just to get started, it's really funny. So this is, you know, guy holding the American flag and a shotgun. And, you know, he believes in the virgin birth, the rapture and the resurrection and creationism. But climate change is a myth. Uh, this is another one. This was actually sent to me by uh, one of my friends from England. Uh, get a, get a Brian, please people get a Brian. It's very important. Uh, so why can't these people never spell right? And it's because maybe because they lack education, no? So, uh, just before we jump into the meat of the topic today, I just want to remind people that we're talking here about science and specifically the scientific method. So, uh, you are free to disagree with this with the scientific method, but then you have to provide an alternative. Uh, what method do you use to uh, analyze reality? Because I, if you don't use the scientific method, I'm not really sure what else you can use. So the scientific method is very thorough. You know, it starts with a question. You do background research. You construct your hypothesis. You test it with an experiment. Is it working or not? Well, that depends then. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work, then you can still reuse the data and you basically go back to the hypothesis, uh, you know, and you, you analyze the data, you, you collect the data, you analyze it, uh, you, your result align with the hypothesis, then you communicate the results. And that's basically a breakdown of how science works. So this is science. This is not the mythological view of science. This is science. This is a scientific method. So I get this one comment from this guy and he says, nope, sorry, you're just not understanding here. Science does not change based on new data. That's a fact. So amazing, incredible. So science does not change, apparently. Science is a static thing. Uh, your mythical view that science changes uh, with data is a myth. No, it's really not. It's just... What, what is more possible here? Uh, the fact that there is this, you know, giant global conspiracy of scientists against you or the fact that you're an idiot? Which one is more likely? I think the second option is more likely. Uh, so yeah, you're this genius who figured it out. You know, you're this guy from nowhere who figured out the major conspiracy in the world. Congratulations. So what I, what I replied here is uh, that's, I basically, okay, this is this comes from Sam Harris. So you have to watch a little bit of Sam Harris to understand where I'm coming from here. But basically Sam Harris says, uh, when you debate with a person, and if you want it to be a fair debate, an actual debate, not just like 
throwing poo at each other, uh, you have to define the terms. So I ask him to do that. I ask him to define what do you mean by science and what do you understand by the scientific method. And I also mentioned that science is evidence-driven. It's data-driven. And it changes with the data that comes in. Of course, science is always a moving field. It's never standing still. If it stood still, then we'd be still back in the caves, you know, painting things in the caves. So what, what was his reply? He didn't answer any of my questions. He just said, all science is political. Well, if you say that science is political, then how about, for example, this... You know this mouse i have here is the mouse political because this is the mouse is science the computer i'm using right now it's science is it political uh, you know i have a cell phone i have the ipad going right now on the side here are are they political as well uh, are they leaning left or right are they a green party perhaps how do you how would you know so of course it's a nonsensical argument quote unquote and so the main things today come from this post. So again, the Richard Dawkins Foundation for Reason and Science posted this thing. So from Anthony Fauci, uh, I actually watched uh, his testimony yesterday uh, for about three hours uh, because I wanted to be a little bit in the loop of what he's saying in the US. So now I am in the loop, so I can comment now. So he said he warned of anti-science bias being a problem in the US. Yeah, no shit. Well, you have to remember that we have about 70% of people in America who identify as Christians. So already they believe in all that nonsense from the Bible. You know, the rapture, the virgin birth, uh, the, the thing that about slaves. Uh, and of course they cherry pick it to death. But yes, they, they still do believe kind of the overall framework of that. And that's very scary. So here we go. Um, this was recently announced, so U.S. official warned uh, that COVID-19 is shifting in a radical direction towards those in 20s and 30s. So again, science is a moving field. So new evidence came in, so now you have to adjust your hypothesis and then communicate the results. Uh, the one reason why it's shifting to people in 20s and 30s is because basically the U.S. was rushing to reopen. So we have 1.2 million infected people in the country. Absolutely not the time to reopen anything, in my opinion, but they do it. So, of course, it depends on community to community. You can't lock down everywhere because everywhere is not the same situation. And that's what Fauci said last night. You don't have a one uh, shoe, you know, you don't have a one size fits all solution for the US. You have a solution for this state, you have a solution for this state. And it's all different solutions. But one reason why it's shifting to younger people, though, is because young people in the States. Uh, we remember when the pandemic just was starting out in January, uh, they still went to spring break. I have to go to spring break. So th there was this famous guy, uh, he was like sunburned and saying, well, I don't care. I, I'm, you know, I'm here to enjoy my time. So later he apologized, by the way, just want to make that clear. He did apologize at least for his behavior. But, you know, in hindsight, it's, it's always easy to be smart. So at the time he was not smart at all. None of them were. So, uh, sorry, it's a bit smoke here to read, but I will do my best. So, the one thing that the, the person says here is that, uh, so the problem, the main problem is that the science was changing day-to-day -day basis. So, one day we hear this, one day we hear that. Okay, here's the problem. A lot of these people who say like that, 
they have so much American propaganda in their brain. So they can't like think outside of that box, you know. So I live in Japan. I've lived in Japan for a long time now. So I can view things in the, in the States with a very kind of objective lens because you really have to live outside of the country so, so you're not bombarded by that daily propaganda you get from your CNNs, from your Fox News, you know, MSNBC, etc. And yes, some are better than others, but essentially they're all involved in the same category and that's to spread propaganda. Uh, just watch House of Cards. That's basically how it works. Uh, so yes, information is changing because information is coming in on, on a daily, on an hourly basis. And so you, you adjust your science based on those numbers. Uh, and the, the other one says, uh, you know, again, this is a conspiracy theory. Fauci is ruled by the deep state. Well, look, whatever floats your boat. So here it's an expanded. And in fact, this confirms what I just said. Uh, science is changing when new data comes in, okay? And uh, yeah, so this guy here, he mentions that, yeah, because at the beginning, we didn't even know uh, much about the virus. We didn't know how it spread. Does it spread by touch? Does it spread via droplets? Uh, you know, there's many mechanisms by which the virus can spread. So we didn't know that. But, uh, you know, once we did, then we started, they started producing more PPE masks, uh, you know, like those uniforms, gloves, uh, surgical masks, etc. And the, the one reason, the one thing I will say is that, and that Fauci said yesterday, the one reason why they didn't say to people, okay, you should wear a mask, now they do say that, but before they didn't. And the reason he says, and you have to kind of go on his word here, um, is that they did not want to divert essential resources from hospitals so there is a limited amount of masks so they need to go to to hospitals because these people are like really really exposed you you might be exposed you don't know but the people who work at the hospitals they are exposed to that thing every day so they need that help more than most people do so again there's another one another genius here uh, he should stop lying to the public when pretending to be a scientist then but he didn't lie Look, that was the evidence available at the time. That's all. Uh, so there's a couple of uh, very good quotes on this page. That's why I took a screenshot of that. So the saddest, uh, so this is a quote from Isaac Asimov. The saddest aspect of life right now is that science gathers knowledge faster than so uh, society gathers wisdom. And then, of course, uh, this person says the U.S. citizens are proud of their ignorance and lack of education. Yeah, definitely. Well, this is the Dunning-Kruger effect. So when you have uh, very low intelligence, you have a very, very high degree of confidence. So you're, you're a confident idiot. And then when you start to learn things, your confidence actually drops because, oh, I actually don't know this. I don't know that. And then much later, with experience, with years of experience, that curve goes up. So now you know more and you're confident. And that's how things should work. Uh, the next one here, so that's, actually, that's actually expanded. There is another quote here, which I found interesting. So he says, anti-intellectualism has been a constant thread winding its way through our political and cultural life, nurtured by the false notion that democracy means that my ignorance is just as good as your knowledge. So true, so true. 
Okay, so uh, again, this one says here, uh, th this one here in the middle is a great point. Uh, you don't believe in science, you understand science. That's a huge, huge difference. And that's a huge, huge misconception that people have. People say uh, science is a belief system. I have to believe in science. No, you don't. You have to understand science. It's a, it's a very different thing. Uh, I don't need belief in climate change. I, I gather data myself. I can see that it's warming up. In fact, uh, my temperatures for this June of this year are going to be the highest temperatures of the past four Junes, okay, on average. So I can see that. I can, I can see the data from actual scientists gathering the data from temperature sensors all over the globe. I don't need to believe in that. I can see that and I can, I can understand the data. That's all. It comes from knowledge. So this person says anti-intellectualism is quite prevalent in some areas of the US. My brother in Florida proudly announced one time that he hasn't read a book since he graduated high school. Uh, many people are like in this situation. A lot of people don't read books anymore, which is a good point to plug in my book. Uh, Beyond the Obscure, please get it. It's a great psychological thriller horror story. Uh, it's not gross, okay? It's not, there's nothing disgusting in there. Um, it's just a good story, so please get it. It's all, it's very short. It's only a hundred pages. If the uh, print is too expensive, please consider getting the ebook. But the reading, not reading books, that's a, that's a thing all over the world right now. And of course, you know, being in Florida, you know, let's be let's stop here for a moment. If you watch the Bugs Bunny cartoons. Bugs Bunny was always trying to sew off Florida because everybody knows that Florida is a messed up state. And really, if it could go away, we a lot of people would just welcome that. So this person says science is not perfect. And again, this is a good point. Nobody's saying that science is perfect. Nobody. Nobody in the right mind will say that science is perfect. Science is a perfecting though because we are perfecting science every day with more data. Uh, but it is the best systemic way, uh, systematic way we can get closer to the truth. Science and nature do not care about your beliefs. Unfortunately, in a world dominated by irrational fears and superstitions, some humans prefer to stay in the dark. Yes. So in America, I actually call them the American Taliban, because these are the people who basically want to drag the nation back to the dark ages. And their, you know, their Bible is like law of the land. So forget the constitution. Uh, the Bible is the law of the land and they would very much like that to happen. So uh, they put people in power that try to push those religious agendas on people. It's very dangerous. So this person says that's been happening for a while. Anyone interested in... Oh, this is a great, great point, by the way. Uh, anyone interested in science or technology is referred to in a derogatory way a nerd or a geek. Okay, so if you're a nerd or a geek, that's a negative. Funny on violent uh, based interests and never referred to geek or nerd, but is enthusiast or fan. So he gives a few examples here. You're a computer geek, a history nerd, but compare that to I'm a gun enthusiast. I'm a Red Sox fan. Sounds much better, doesn't it? How often do you hear a gun geek or a Red Sox nerd? I never have. I never have either, for sure. Um, yeah. And it's, um, it's not really related, but th there is an interesting point here as well. Uh, when it comes to women, you know, 
if a woman goes around and you know has sex with many people what do we call her we call her a slut right extremely negative connotation but what if a guy though goes around and he has sex with many girls we call him a stud and that's a that is not a negative connotation i'm sorry but it's not so yes the way that we use language is very important Uh, so this genius here up there, he says, show me one published peer-reviewed scientific study demonstrating the efficacy of confinement. Which study was available at the date Fauci first advocated for confinement? Again, this comes from a person who has, who has his brain filled with American bullshit propaganda. This is the type of people we're dealing with in the country. So again, in reality, science changes based on the data that it comes in. Uh, but all you have to do is you have to look at other countries. Stop thinking about the US being like the only country in the world, because it's not. There are things happening out there. Uh, in Asian countries, in Singapore, Hong Kong, uh, in Taiwan, in, in South Korea, even in Japan, to a large extent, as soon as the pandemic started, people rolled up their sleeves, put on their mask, and got to work. Isolating and, you know, wearing a mask and not spreading the disease. They don't understand how it works yet either. Just like in the States, we didn't have the idea, we didn't have the data yet. But we took precautions. And that is the huge difference between here in Asian countries and in America, where people basically just ignored all the warning signs. And they said it's conflicting information coming from the White House. Bullshit. It's just you're dumb. You didn't take the time to analyze the data coming from other countries. You didn't, you didn't spend any time looking at how people in those other countries live. So you didn't have anything to compare with. But you could have. Uh, again, this, this one person says it's ironic how many people in his comments lack reasoning and ba basic science comprehension skills. Yes, well, welcome to America. And this, these are just series here. Uh, so again, a good portion of this country wouldn't know scientific facts or reasoning uh, if it hit them right in the face. Very true. Uh, haven't our great communicators... I've been saying that for decades now. Yes, they have. Carl Sagan has been saying that. And, you know, George Carlin, he was not a scientist, but he was a kind of intellectual comedian. He was saying that the U.S. has a huge bias against knowledge and thought in general, unfortunately. Uh, so again, Carl Sagan is mentioned here. Uh, the natural consequence of people caring more about celebrities and sports than about how the world works. And I showed a quote from Chris Hedges a while ago on my show he basically said that we live in this culture, like the Instagram culture, the TikTok. My fans need me. So fuck everything else. I'm going to do this crazy thing. Even though, it, even if it puts others in danger, I'm going to do it because my fans want me to do it. And that's the environment we live in. There's more here. So ignorance may be blissful to the, for the ignorant, but it's destroying our world. Yes, absolutely. Science and history, the two best tools we have to combat the uh, uh, woke cult of intersectional social justice, small wonder they're under, under attack. Yes, exactly. Uh, it is not so much anti-science as it is anti-intellectualism and this moronic idea, our mindset that my ignorance somehow trumps your knowledge. So we just kind of did that before. Uh, that's not a warning. Warning are supposed to come before a thing happens, not after. So uh, good point. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, give it a few more years and the movie Idiocracy will be a reality. Well, isn't it kind of already a reality? Because we already have a president who, you know, went on the, on the wrestling federation. Um, it's not a big leap, is it? Uh, when you prosecute science uh, scientists for proposing things that challenge mass culture, what do you expect? Science and skepticism is going the way of the dodo. Uh, welcome to the age of feelings. That's great. Absolutely amazing phrasing here. Welcome to the age of feelings. So your little feeling somewhere based on, you know, uh, without evidence somehow is supposed to trump facts and evidence. But, you know, your feelings will get hurt. So you'll, you'll run away to the corner and cry somewhere. Uh, as if that's supposed to change the world. And then this person here, I don't even know what he's going on about, but I think the summary here is that this person says that all science is political. Couldn't have, couldn't that have anything to do with the overwhelming chokehold religious nuts have on our country? Hmm, maybe, I don't know. Uh, this person says, same here in France, anti-science is the new norm. And uh, my, like I said, my parents live in France, in their village there, uh, near on the border of Switzerland. Uh, my father said that the people in stores, etc., maybe 5% of people wear a mask. Okay, so yeah. Uh, who knew that electing anti-science president would have led to that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, th this has been going... This has been going on for quite some time. Yeah, indeed. And then, of course, okay, so this is a bit unrelated, but it's still on the same, uh, under the same thread. Uh, of course, every time you have this kind of anti-science people show up, you always have anti-vaxxers showing up. Always. It's just the way it goes. So uh, this is a reply here. Okay, so this is a reply to, to her who was before. And he says... Uh, the, the, you know, if somebody has a, a best-selling book out on Amazon, it, it really doesn't mean that it's a fact. Uh, it just means that they're good at marketing themselves. Uh, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince was Amazon's bestseller in 2005. That doesn't mean that Hogwarts exists. It's very true. And of course, this person went on to say, uh, okay, but the book was sold out and that the videos have been viewed a billion times or more proudly uh, announcing this and uh, again who cares I mean yes that means there are you know a billion idiots out there that's all it demonstrates you're not in on a major conspiracy you're not some kind of super genius stop putting that thought into your head uh, this is a continuation here uh, I worked in science research I know it's both out but above that if I'm not mistaken she says right here, I believe her and as do many other scientists. Yeah, right. Doctors and parents of vaccine injured. Vaccine injured. Have you ever, ever heard somebody use this term? Because I haven't. So that's what they make fun of here. She said vaccine injured. Did you hear that whooshing noise? That was your credibility flying out of the window. Yes, absolutely. And uh, working as a custodian at the research lab doesn't count as worked in science research. That's true. If you just worked in the lab and you were some kind of secretary, just moving one paper from one desk to the other, or, you know, putting some kind of stamp on a paper, uh, like a machine almost, uh, that doesn't make you a scientist. 
that makes you a part of the you know administration yes but a scientist is like a field scientist you need he goes out there and gathers data and analyzes data looks at the microscope etc that's what i mean by scientist of course you can move papers from one desk to the other it doesn't doesn't make you a scientist and then this person says congratulations you are the problem indeed and uh, this is the final one for today so it's all about bread and circuses keep the masses occupied with mindless entertainment and cheap food the romans understood well and so do american politicians nobody in power wants their people educated because an educated populace is dangerous to the ruling elite just look at how little value is placed on teachers rome collapsed uh, and they learned the lessons well uh, overeducated people from the late 50s to the 60s do not make good sheeple therefore they dumped down the curriculum in schools and they dumped down people in general let's give them you know dancing with the stars and honey boo boo and and all these nonsense shows on tv that people you know you you turn on the tv uh even in the background it goes into your subconscious you still kind of listen to it even if you don't think about that that's how it works so anyway that's it uh, for today's show i there was a lot of stuff here but anyway i had a good laugh reading these comments and there were some really really good good as ones so i'm happy i went through that anyway i hope you find it interesting as well and i will see you next time bye bye